Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is 93.7 The Ticket. Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion, Vershawn Jackson. Oh, I got a bunch all alone is Vershawn Jackson. And Vershawn, he'll get it to the 24-yard line. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Presented by Wingstop. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. Ah, yeah! This is the captain here on 93.7 The Ticket. Vershawn, a little bit busy as uh, as he's got something to deal with, but he'll be in here in studio here in about a half an hour. Till then, it's myself, Jake Balkovin, and the black shirt, Terrell Farley, uh, ready to uh, talk some sports with you. Uh, Terrell, did you watch any Monday Night Football last night? Oh. Did you did you subject yourself to more Broncos football? Oh no, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't do Monday Night Football or Thursday Night Football. They both not very. Uh, Broncos not very good. Yeah, I think they wasted a lot of money on on Russell. You know, he's he's not the same. You know, he don't move the same. I mean, why would you give a a guy who what he is about thirty five? Yeah, a little younger. I think he's like thirty two, maybe. Yeah, but they gave him what two hundred, a hundred and some million. Yeah, he got the bag. Yeah, yeah, he got. He's thirty three years old. Oh yeah, he's running with the bag. So, <laughs> yeah. you know that is just that's how football goes. So you know, I, I I watched a little bit of it, but I think the most part of it when I seen it, it was in overtime. So I really, I was kind of busy, but just on and off looking at it. It was kind of interesting because the Chargers, it, like it was clear that this was not a touchdown game, right? It was nineteen sixteen was the final score. I think the final. <laughs> I don't even know how. I mean, there were two touchdowns in the game. The rest was field goals uh, from the teams. But it was interesting because uh, the uh, kicker for the the Chargers was like injured. I mean, so he's like he's going out and kicking and like falling down. And I mean, he's got a leg injury. Uh, it looks very very strange. Uh, Dustin Hopkins, I think, is his name. Um, but it, it just kind of added a little intrigue to a game without much intrigue, unfortunately. But uh, that's what happens sometimes on Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football. How about this? Maybe, maybe we should talk about this before VJ gets in because I know he's not as big of a fan. NBA kicks our tips off tonight. You big uh, getting ready for basketball? Do you ever – I always feel like I don't quite miss it when it arrives. No, not at first. I, I'm more of a, a late-season basketball yeah. watcher when it gets good right before the playoffs. Uh, or mostly like the All Star game, but you know I, I'm 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 a fan of NBA. I'm a basically I'm a LeBron fan, so mm. you know I think LeBron is you know one of the best athletes, just body wise and physique wise that I have seen to play basketball like that. You know, and Jordan is still the goat, but I'm okay. A, a, you know, okay. but but LeBron is up there with him, so it's Kobe. Yeah. So you know them three are in the class by themselves. So I, I I do like I do like basketball a lot. I, I like college basketball too. I just don't like it to tournament time. So you know basically yeah. you know when that's how 
So you don't watch too much Nebraska basketball is what you're saying. Uh, I, I, <laughs> they not, don't make you to the tournament too often. Well, I'll watch them, but, you know, it's not on top of my list of watching right. what programs I'm watching. <laughs> but, you know, I like to I like to watch the good teams. I like to watch the Gonzagas, the, yeah. the North Carolina versus Duke, you know, th- teams like that. And, you know, just basic, you know, some the UCLA's and all that stuff like that. But, you know, I just like to watch good basketball. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, and, and hopefully we'll get plenty of that from our Nebraska basketball team uh, this year. Of course, the NBA kicking off tonight. I think it's uh, – uh, I know the Celtics are playing the 76ers and then the Lakers and the Warriors, so uh, they always at least get you some some prime matchups. Uh, but like I said, I don't I don't ever quite miss – it's just too short of an off season. Maybe there's too many um, other things going on. Obviously, football primarily. Um, that it's just kind of like, oh, it starts tonight. I kind of forgot that that was going to happen. And I'm a huge NBA fan, uh, but still, it Who's just kind of gets lost in the shuffle. Uh, the Celtics, which uh, they got close last year, just not quite over the top. Hopefully, Blake Griffin. Yeah, and, 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 I'm, and I'm not a war- I'm not a Warriors fan. I. I, I I, I, I hate the Warriors. Yeah. I, I hate Draymond Green. <laughs> you know, I, Steph Curry, he can shoot with his eyes closed. Yeah. And, you know, it's just. It, A little it's arrogant him. self yeah. once yeah, he starts hitting him. shots. Yeah, it's him yeah. every year. It's him every year. But, you know, I, I, I'm think I hope the Lakers can do it. But, you know, I, I doubt it. You know, they just don't have the, 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 the backup player for LeBron. You know, AD is always hurt. So, you know, it's just got to wait till the playoffs and see how things go and see how far they 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 be down. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I, I, I think that'll be interesting to kind of follow along. Vegas, for what it's worth, does not really have a betting favorite in the NBA, so it's kind of hard to... Yeah, I like that for any league, is that the, the it feels open. Now, to a degree, you also like the dynasty or the the team that's just you know often talked about, but... And the Warriors are kind of that, but it feels like a separate... You know, they've had kind of their separate stages of doing so, and they're just not overwhelming as the overwhelming as they used to be. So that's why they're not uh, the overwhelming betting favorite here. Um, also, maybe some uh, fire within the team. I did want to talk about this, too. Um, I thought Sipple had a really great article. Don't want to really read over everything he did because there's a paywall. You got to go and pay to, what, to read what Sipple uh, writes now. But uh, I, I think just in, in general, the basic uh, principle that he had for the article was uh, that Trev may have uh, not not like accidentally but may have put himself into a bit more of a of a sticky situation as an athletic director with the moves that he made to put Mickey Joseph in charge basically saying um giving this team an opportunity might make it a little bit more difficult for the athletic director because as we've seen there are splits within the the Nebraska fan base I suppose and it's it's not you know, I don't think it's going to be really mean anything. There's always splits in in fan bases and people bicker and argue, but eventually there's going to be one man for the job and we'll all move forward with that guy. Um, but it is it is a little bit more divisive now um, because there is a large crowd. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to speak for you, but I think a lot of people understand what, you know, where you, where you sit on this, that loves what they're seeing from Mickey Joseph, believes in Mickey Joseph. Um, and, you know, for an athletic director to kind of, put himself in that position um it's it's just kind of interesting because it would it could be just as easily done just to throw somebody in there that probably you know might not um be able to to put together something too well and and just kind of say well we're giving this young guy some experience or something and then uh you know just kind of play the season out and then go pick from your list of free agents but instead um trev's decided you know 
to give Mickey a chance, and, and he's certainly feels like he's if if he wasn't from the beginning more and more becoming a legitimate option. Yeah, um, let's throw this out the window right here now. Um, he's no Coach Osborne, you know. Throw this out the wall about he's a pedigree of Tom Osborne. That, that's not true because he's coached down south and other colleges. So, you know, he his ties with Nebraska are just playing. But his coaching, he's been coaching 25 years. And people got to understand that these kids play different from Mickey. They play for him. You know, I don't know what Scott did to these kids or or even did he talk to his kids like Mickey does because you got to be a friendly coach. You know, you can't be that, you know, you can't be an ass of a coach to these kids because that, that never works. And that's one thing Coach Osborne never let them coaches do. He never let coaches talk to us crazy or, or like that. And, you know, and, and it's a thing, tough love. Like yeah, Charlie I mean, McBride will give you some tough I mean, love. Because he's a defensive coordinator. He was like a head coach. Yeah. You know, that that was his defense. So, you know, but, you know, it's good to take one ass chewing, but it's not good to take several. Yeah. You know, so my thing is that Mickey, Mickey un- understands what's going on, and, and he's approaching it the right way, you know, and he's got these kids fired up. Now, if you could be biased about that, him, biased about that for him not having coaching experience, then I don't think it matters who do, does he have coach head coach experience because there's plenty of coaches out there that that did this before and and and, and, and succeeded. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at Dabo Swiney, he was he was never nothing. I mean, he was a position coach. Mm-hmm. The coach from Arkansas, position coach. These are teams that rank number four in the nation right now. And you look at what what Mickey brings to the table. He bring, his recruiting is number one. You know, yeah. And I and and I feel that if he do become head coach, he still is going to get out there and recruit, just like he he was an assistant coach. So that's a plus. That's a major plus that's because a major that's plus. a lot of time the head coaches, as we've seen over the years, get into this this realm where. You know, and some of them, it, it, it almost becomes like because they're flirting with the NFL. Once you flirt with the NFL, then you could, you're like, okay, to say, well, you know, the, a positive with that would be no recruiting. Yeah. You know, and- I think Nebraska needs a guy, especially where they are. I mean, you're not going to just recruit. You know, you want to lock down the the borders, the 500 mile radius, and all that. But you got to go outside of that that footprint if you're going to truly compete. If you're Nebraska, and so you know, you need somebody that. You know, it's hard to say because over over the time, I understand how much time it takes out, but enjoys the grind, likes the, you know, kind of likes the recruiting aspect to it, um, maybe more so at Nebraska than other places. Yeah. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And so this is the thing I say. You know, and I like Mickey. I like him as a friend, and I like him as a coach, too. And this has nothing to do with Nebraska. This has something to – this is football. You know, if you want to win, you got to go out and get the best players you can get. And I don't think Scott – did that job as you know he 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 got what he can get but he he didn't get the best of what he could have got or misused them didn't develop them and then development yeah. and, and they left i mean we had 56 players transferring what four years yeah i mean and, and this is the thing i say man mickey can go places like coach osborne with and, and get these good players for us get the linemen get the get and, and he has a stable of contacts you know like he will have people help him 
get these kids, you mm-hmm. know. And and Nebraska needs a change badly. I mean, they need a, a real culture change badly up here. And I think Mickey's the man for it. Now, you may doubt it, but I, I'm telling you the truth. Nebraska needs a culture change. And, these, and I went to practice about two weeks ago, and these kids was – they was happy. They You know, and, and I've been to their practice – Two years ago, and before, <laughs> yeah. and, it, and it was a freak show out there, just dancing and and loud music and stuff. And and, and we didn't we didn't do the loud music when I played. We did uh, crowd noise. Mm-hmm. So the difference between that is, you know, it's a crowd getting on your nerves. So you know, it's not a rap song where I can sit there and dance and and get jiggy with it at practice because that's not what you're there for. You're there to learn. And so the thing is, Mickey is is putting a, a new culture to this team, and this is what you need. You know what I'm saying? You need to you need to you know you need to get that culture right first, you know? And that's the second thing he need to do in in recruiting. He's a great recruiter and, and put him a team together. I mean, you you giving him eight games, nine games to, for to addition. Yeah. And and you know, you could throw Michigan out the window, you know, because Michigan beating everybody bad. I'm not saying we're a bad team, but they just beat Penn State, which was the number nine team. I mean, you don't know what like Ohio four hundred yards of rushing. Yeah. So, you know, you can you can say what well, is the top tier of this big ten. You know, there's only two teams in the in this in that tier, you know, and that's Ohio State and Michigan. But at the same time, you know, Mickey can go get the kids, you know, he put together a great staff. You know, I'm excited for him. I think he is, he's excited. You can tell the way he moves on the sideline, gets his players in the game. And and, and like I say, he will, you know, and, and like Jeff's saying right now, um, yeah, he will pick his own staff. And he has a lot of yeah. – he, he has a lot to pick from. You know, having a brother who's a defensive coordinator in the NFL – Having a cousin that coaches at the University of Texas, coaches DBs, and he has plenty of friends. Ed Origin, you no, know, not saying that he's coming back, but you know he 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 can will, lean he, on him still. Yeah, he can lean on him. Have him know? come in for you, coaching speaks. Yeah, yeah, and, and and get him a coaching advisory, somebody to help him groom him. No, not help him, but but that could put something in his ear along the way. You yeah. know, you just don't want to throw him out there and let him swim by himself, right? Because you know you got to not saying groom him, but help him process this. Till he feels like he's on the path. He's doing it by himself right now. But, you know, this is this is on the fly. You know, this is yeah. unexpected. I always like the idea of if you're a young coach or a first-time coach kind of having an older, um, you know, and, and whether that coach was, was too successful or not, just have somebody that's been in that position uh, can, you know, you can kind of lean on or, or take, you know, give responsibility to if you need to. Um, so it, it's just, it, it's fascinating. I think that Mickey is checking off a lot of the boxes. Um, and I think you also have to remember, too, and it, it's funny as we go through this, uh, you know, Mickey supporters versus Mickey doubters, I suppose. Um, there's a, there's a, a nice line there of how much do you want to look into the record? Because part of it is what Mickey, you know, in, in right now it's okay. It's two and two. Um, but, uh, it's, it, it's just fascinating because Mickey in, in one way, it's somewhat unfair to him that he has to just, you know, inherit all of this mess um, kind of put it together and, and be expected to, you know, win, go to a bowl game or win eight games or whatever to get the job. In another way, it's very at least transparent because, you know, if with all these other candidates that you have in this outside pool, it's kind of, well, I wonder what this would look like or this, you know, how would they, they deal with this or go along with this? Mickey, you've got the, you know, the exact answer. You're, you're watching it play out. Um, so it is, it's very, I think, I think advantageous for him um, that if he can just kind of, 
steer this thing in the right direction, show that it's at least on a, on a good path. And, and I know that was his goal as the interim, regardless of whether he's going to get the job or not. I know that there is, a, you know, certainly, I think even people that don't necessarily want Mickey Joseph to be the head coach or they have their other opinions, um, for the most part, want him on staff. You know, they want him back because you can see what he can do as a recruiter. Uh, no better showing than that than Trey Palmer um, coming in and already breaking the school record this past week. Um, so it, it, it's just, it, it's, it's interesting to see how it plays out, but I, I, I just, I, I thought it was a great article that Sip wrote. And I, I think that it's, um, very true that this, as opposed to like 2017, um, I felt that the university when Mike Riley was, well, he wasn't let go, but the, the Sean Eichhorst was fired after like the third game or whatever, before they got to conference play. Um, and it was just very obvious that the writing was on the wall for Mike Riley, but they were going to let him coach it out. Um, and you know, I, I, it's weird to say that firing somebody mid-season, they're, they're, somebody's coach, might may have provided more of a lift from the university than letting them just coach with their head coach. But it kind of feels that way. It kind of felt like, like I said, the writing was on the wall for Mike Riley in year three. And it just felt like after after firing the athletic director, before they hit conference play, the university had given up on the team, the season, whatever. Um, and this the way that they did it this year and the way that Trev Alberts did it might not behoove him. It might not make his job easier for selecting the next head coach. And regardless of who he chooses now, I think we're going to have, you know, years of looking back on it and, and you know, <laughs> whether Nebraska goes nine and three or whatever with the next coach, somebody else will say, well, they could have went 10 and two with my coach or whatever. It's going to make, it's going to make for some interesting arguments, but um, it's what's best for these kids. And I think it's what's best for the program uh, to get it, you know, because regardless of whether Mickey takes the job, it feels like he's put it back on a path um, that's much, much better uh, to pick up for whoever gets the, gets the job. Yeah, and and, and, and here's the thing. At, at the beginning of the season, Trev gave, gave us the up on what was going on around here. He said Scott has one year. I mean, but we go out yeah. and, and, and out of three games, we win one. And to teams, I thought we should be undefeated. Right about now, or not undefeated, or we at least should be six and two or four and two, however it goes. But you know, unfortunately, things didn't go that way. So now you make a switch, and now you see the the, the switch that the kids are making. You know, I, I'm not gonna say these kids didn't like Scott, but I damn sure can tell you they they're playing their ass off for Mickey. And you know, it, it's all about a coach attitude. You know, I want to. You know, they, they're, now they're seeing like, hey, this this guy is a real communicator to us he's really he really cares about these kids you know I, I I met several of these kids through him and and who's to say like Trey Palmer you know he he just wants to win and if you can get the the same kids that they got that winning attitude that he's had he has then then you got the right track on the football field and you got to think about the other kids that we have that's that's hurt this year like Dakota's Crawford he could have been a big bit um a, a great player for us but he's hurt this year so you know you got to take out the X's and O's on it but at the end of the day I think this man is ready for this job yeah I, I think it's looking it looked like looking more like it every week uh we do have the captain uh joining us now uh and we have a phone call from Bob so we'll take that in a second but first how are you doing captain ah, throw them bones <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I, I can say throw them bones. I just don't feel comfortable throwing them. Yeah. So it's not my cup of tea. Yeah. So throw the bones. It's... Well, the black shirts aren't back. Can we still throw yeah, the bones? Yeah, they are. They can throw the bones. Oh, we can still yeah. throw the bones. Just because the black shirts ain't back don't mean you, you can't throw to, the bones. You don't get to run the stadium stairs from oh, throwing man, the what's bones. Wrong with, what's wrong? Did you, didn't we have supposed to have somebody for Wednesday that I told you to write down? 
Well, yeah, you, yeah. Who is it? Dan Alexander. Write it down. I'll write it down. Because I, I forget stuff, man. That's right. You do forget? <laughs> I forget that you forget? So yeah. One, one yeah, thing, a little bit. One thing I got to tell you about Wednesday that we're going to be at PBA Wednesday. Yeah, that's the uh, – yeah. So – Right. There's no wing stop this Wednesday. No wing stop Wednesday? No wing stop. Yeah. What? We're going to be at Pinnacle Bank Arena from yes. 10 to 2. Woo, that's big. <laughs> if we don't go wing stop, that's level 1,000. We'll probably still just stop at wing stop on the way over. Have me a, a couple bit. chicken sandwiches on the way in. <laughs> yeah. You got to be hey, you got to be double VIP to get chicken sandwiches on the way in, though. You can't because ain't, we ain't open They're not yet. open yet. Nah. Yeah. Nah. All right, let's, uh, let's go to the Honda Lincoln Hotline and hear from Bob. Bob, how are you doing this morning? Hey, you know, I'm doing good. And you know what? I said from the beginning that, you know, when Mickey took over, when Coach Mickey took over, I said, you know, that should be our coach, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, when Dave Van Horn took over, okay? Okay. John Sanders' baseball team, okay? Okay. okay. I saw a big – I saw – I there, right away – there was an attitude. There was a there was an attitude uh, change. Okay, I don't know. It just you could see it. Okay, I said they're going to do something special. Okay, look at what Van Horn did when he was here. Okay, now with that said, last year when or two years ago when uh, Will Bolt took over, you could see his teams with a different attitude. Mm-hmm. When Mickey, when Coach Mickey took over. Right away, there was a different attitude. Okay, and not only that, but look at the look at the the three games that he's that he's coached. Forget it, throw that throw the Oklahoma game out, but the three last three games. Okay, and they were still and we had half as many plays as they did, and we still lost by six. And there was just a handful of plays, both defensively and offensively. And we could have won that game, Ten. okay? Okay, Bob. Now, okay, okay, Bob. Said, Bye. With that being said, I'm going to say, I'm gonna say this, okay? There's more wins for this team. Seven. Whether we, whether Six. With two losses, do we get to the Big Ten Championship? Five. I don't know. But there's more to it. There's Four. more wins with this team. Watch, it's gonna be special. Okay, Bob. Boom, Bob, let me, let, me, let me get your best. One. Let me get your boom shaka locka, Bob. <laughs> Bob, we appreciate Bob. that Thank though, Bob. Yeah. That was very, very informative. I love to hear Bob call in because he gets so juiced up. And then, but, but, but Bob knows what he's talking about. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you could tell the difference, man. If, 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 if you don't know the difference between this football field, I mean, these football team. This last three weeks, or between the first three weeks, you're blind. Well, turn on the game. Go take any, take a game, any game from last year, <laughs> and just see what the difference is in the way that we're playing. Yeah, we're playing with with some, we're playing with that mindset that we want to win. Hey, it's the captain. I'm back in the building. Y'all gonna do your dance? Do your little dumb dance. Look at this dude. Look at these dudes. Look at these dudes. You only can. You gotta go on YouTube to see these these clowns. They gotta dance. They ain't never seen a dance like that before. Look at these dudes. They starting a new trend. It's called the Mickey dance. We gonna. Hey, could you imagine the whole stadium going crazy? The ticket, right? Ninety three point seven. The captain with the black shirt and Coven. Be right back. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.